Good morning, friends, and welcome to the Hope-tastic podcast. My name is Katie Brown, and welcome. Today, we are on caregiving episode four, reducing stress and avoiding caregiver burnout. So I did make a few notes from a few reputable sites like Healthline in order to have an accurate conversation with you guys. Sure, I can tell you my own personal experiences, but it really helps to have um, some of these warning signs and symptoms that experts have studied and identify as caregiver burnout. So let's talk burnout. Um, It's real. And unless you've achieved expert status in self-care and have a legion of paid caregivers and employees helping you around the clock, eventually you'll visit Burnout Town too. It's in the National Alliance for Caregiving, an AARP Public Policy Institute survey, 40% of caregivers felt emotionally stressed. I think that's kind of low, but this is their study. And almost 20% said it caused financial problems. And 20% felt physically strained. Um, Almost every caregiver I've talked to has felt all of these things. So um, my unofficial study is 100%. Um, Caregiving is stressful, emotionally and physically. Almost every caregiver experiences some sort of burnout at some point, in my opinion. And if it does happen and it's not addressed, the caregiver eventually becomes unable to provide good care. That is a fact. So we always use the example of the flight attendant um, giving you the instructions of putting on your mask first before helping um, the person that you're with, your child, your, 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 um, the person that, that is need of help. And that is because you have to take care of yourself first before you were able to provide good care. So because burnout is something that a lot of people are afraid to talk about or it's something that you don't recognize It can be harmful to the person that's receiving care as well as the caregiver. So let's talk signs and symptoms. So according to Healthline, there are warning signs before burnout occurs. Being aware of and watching for them lets you know that when you need to take steps to combat or prevent the stress that you are experiencing. So general warning signs and symptoms of caregiver burnout include anxiety, you think, um, avoiding people, depression, exhaustion, feeling you're losing control of your life, irritability, lack of energy, losing interest in the things that you like to do, and neglecting your needs and your own health. Now, all of these things we all experience during caregiving from time to time, that's just part of life. You feel anxiety during test times or during treatment when the person that you love may not be feeling well. You want to avoid people because you don't want to talk about the things that are happening in your life. You may experience some depression. You will have some irritability. You'll be tired. You will lose interest in the things that you used to like to do, and you'll definitely neglect 
impact your needs and your health because there's just not enough time for everything. But the problem is, is when you experience these things and it never stops and they're ongoing. And when that happens, caregiver burnout has both physical and emotional signs and symptoms. And some of those include body aches and pains, fatigue, headaches, increased or decreased appetite that may cause changes in your weight, insomnia, not being able to sleep because you just can't shut off your mind, a weakened immune system leading to frequent infections. The emotional signs and symptoms are, you know, the ones that are less easy to recognize are anxiety, becoming angry or argumentative, becoming irritated easily and often, constant worry, depression, feeling hopeless, impatience, inability to concentrate, isolating yourself emotionally and physically, the lack of interest in things that used to make you happy, lack of motivation, and developing negative behaviors, such as quickly losing your temper or neglecting your caretaker duties. That's another sign of burnout. So caregiver burnout can be diagnosed by your doctor or mental health provider. There are also self-assessment tests that you can take to determine if you have burnout. So let's talk about some of the ways that we can avoid burnout. Ask others for help. This is a hard one. This is one that I just refuse to do, and I definitely hit that burnout wall. Remember that you don't have to do everything. It's okay to ask friends and family to do some of your caretaking tasks. In fact, they probably want to. They want to feel helpful, so accept their help. Get support. Talk about what you're going through. Get support from your family or your friends. And if they don't understand, find a support group that helps you process your feelings, your emotions. Being with people that are walking that same path is very helpful. Holding everything in can make you feel depressed or contribute to your overwhelming feelings. Consider seeking professional counseling if necessary. Um, I didn't get counseling until after the fact, after my caregiving ended, and hindsight's twenty twenty. I firmly believe that if I would have had some counseling or cancer coaching or caregiver coaching um, during my caregiving, things would have been so much more less stressful. Be honest with yourself. Know what you can and what you can't do. Do the tasks that you can and delegate the rest to others. Say no when you think the task will be too stressful or you don't have the time to do it. Talk to other caregivers. This helps you get support as well as allows you to give support and encouragement to others going through the similar things. It's amazing how, how much helping others helps you. Take regular breaks. Breaks help relieve some of your stress and will restore your energy. Use the time to do the things that relax you and improve your mood. Even 10-minute breaks can help. Attend social activities. Meet with friends. Try to continue your hobbies and doing the things you enjoy. It's important to maintain your happiness and to avoid isolating yourself. 
The activity should be something that gets you away from the daily routine of caregiving. Even if you cannot physically leave the house, the room, the situation, mentally taking that break, going into another room, putting on some headphones and listening to some music, doing some meditation or yoga, or getting on the phone with a friend. Pay attention to your feelings and needs. It's easy to forget to take care of your needs when you are the caretaker. It's important to focus on yourself regularly and take care of your health. Keep your doctor's appointments, including preventative care, all of those annual physicals. Take your medications and see your doctor when you feel sick. If you aren't healthy, you can't take care of yourself. Also eating. Eat a healthy diet. Now you want to have nutritious meals and and healthy foods for your loved one to improve their chances of survivorship. You need to eat nutritious meals too. Um, Nutritious meals help keep you healthy, can improve energy uh, levels and your stamina. Avoid junk food, which can make you feel sluggish. Now, meal prep is a big thing these days. That might be something that you do. Might be a great break to go grocery shopping, meal prep for yourself and your caregiver so that you avoid those fast food places that are so convenient. Exercise is also a great way to relieve stress and increase energy and for you to take time for yourself. And it can also improve um, depression. If you don't like exercise, like me, I cannot stand exercise, but I love my dog. Walk your dog. Walk around the neighborhood. Walk to your friend's place. If you're in an area where there are great parks, that's a great opportunity to walk your animal or walk by yourself or walk with a friend and... um, it it will give you some sort of physical activity. Try to maintain your sleep schedule. Getting enough rest is important, and I know that's hard when your brain is going 100 miles an hour with all of these thoughts, but it's not something, all, all of the worrying in the world is not going to fix the situation. You need to maintain your sleep schedule. Get enough rest. If you have difficulty sleeping, talk to your doctor. Um, Sleeping is so, so, so important for your health. Take family leave if you need to. If you work, make use of family need um, benefits. Uh, The episode four talked about FMLA. Um, Find an organization that can help you sort through that if you need to take family time. Removing the stress of work can reduce your responsibilities and free up more time for yourself. A medical and mental health professional can help you with sleep issues and with coping with emotional stress. You can't always recognize caregiver burnout, but if you commit to practicing self-care, you'll be able to recognize when things are off with you or when your stress levels are higher than normal. Chances are your loved one is just as worried about you as you are about them, and they would take care of you if they could. So do them a favor by taking care of yourself. That's all for today, friends. Until next time, may your coffee kick in before reality does.